This is Adam Meister, <clears throat> the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 23rd, 2020. Strong hand, long term thinking. Unconfiscated Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Do not accept a new normal. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Yes. Deferral gratification. This is the Beyond Bitcoin show. You're in the golden age of the 2020s. Hello, my elite friends. Check out This Week in Bitcoin. It's linked to below. Juan Galt was on. Gigi was on. Guy Swan. Watch it right now. You don't need to watch the Beyond Bitcoin show right now. You need to watch This Week in Bitcoin. It's linked to below. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. You can watch all of This Week in Bitcoin shows at TechBalt.com. Well, all the recent ones, at least. So <clears throat> I was talking to someone from Baltimore. <clears throat> As many of you know, I'm in Los Angeles right now. And I'm from Baltimore. And so I'll be in Baltimore in a week. A week from Sunday, I fly out of here. And I'll only be there for two days. But I, I, immediately, the virus gets brought up in conversation with this person. And I'm sure this happens to so many people. They're like, Baltimore is one of the worst places for COVID, so be careful. I'm sure a lot of you get, no matter where you go, the ladies of that city have been watching TV. You know, they haven't been working and watching TV. They watching local TV and they get it in their head. They're trapped. They're in a panic prison. Their city must be one of the worst cities there is for this, okay? Is Baltimore one of the worst cities in America for COVID? I have no idea. Um, I'm sure I'm sure so many people living in Baltimore, living in St. Louis, living in Cleveland, living in Cincinnati, living in LA, living in New York, they think theirs is the worst because of all the, the local coverage, every exception to the rule is getting. Every young person that got sick, every it's just in the and when all you have to do is sit, sit on the couch and watch TV, this is what uh, your mentality becomes. And I yeah, I, I didn't I didn't comment on that. Um the person told me something about the the mayor of Baltimore is unhappy that uh, the president of the United States is is visiting. I mean, <laughs> that's another thing that that you know the person's been watching TV when on their own they bring up the the the, the president of the United States. And I wasn't talking about any of this stuff with that person, but hey, uh, it it happens, and I just wonder how many other people experience that. I, I want to say I, I heard on Ben Shapiro's show today was he. Talking about being on a couch or advertising a couch, uh, something about a couch. Guys, uh, just because you're home doesn't mean you should be sitting on a couch. I, Wherever I go, whatever Airbnb I'm at, here's a health tip for you people. Standing desk. You create your own standing desk. This laptop of mine, it's on top of a microwave right now. I don't sit all day long. The only time I sit is when I go to the toilet. You got to do that once a day, by the way. get the, Clear the system once a day. That's healthy also. That's when I'm sitting on that toilet. That's the only time. Rest of the day, I'm standing up I'm, or I'm doing exercises on the ground. Yeah, even when I'm eating, I'm standing. Now, some may argue that's not the best for you because you'll eat more that way. You you, you can consume. If you're standing, I think the digestion, it just falls down. If you're sitting, it actually slows it down, I believe. We're not going to get into that aspect of it. Sitting, some say, is very, very bad for you. Uh most you know, people sit in offices eight hours a day. Now they're not at their offices. They're sitting at their house at eight hours. Then they're watching TV. Dudes in motion, in motion, in motion, standing. 
There you go. Pound that like button. That's what I do. There's your there's your health tip of the day. Don't don't be sitting on the couch with Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is right about a lot of things, but the couch sitting, no, no. Now, and I don't know if he, he's got little kids, so he's probably running around picking them up and, and, and getting some exercise in there. Uh, I, I so California. I used to say uh, because California is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful state. The weather in LA is just incredible. Weather in San Diego is better, apparently. San Francisco areas, okay. In San Francisco, it gets very windy at night. Still, it doesn't snow in, in San Francisco. I used to say that if most people, if people from the East Coast knew what it was like in California, they would all move out here. They just, most people in the East Coast, they don't, they never travel to California. It's, it's, it's sad. Most people just don't travel very far from home in their whole lives. And I, I used to think this. Uh, that if they actually traveled and they actually came here, there'd be so many more people moving to California. It, forgetting about the tax situation, which is horrible here. But the tax situation is horrible in Illinois and New York also, and Connecticut and Maryland also. So, uh, But I've, I've changed my mind on that. Um, and it, it part, part of that that made me think of it is this whole virus experience. People are just too stuck in their little worlds. Okay, They're tied down by possessions. They, they want to fit in. Uh, possessions are an attack vector, as I said. They're also an anchor that keeps you like a tree. Doug Casey said one thing that I agree with him on wholeheartedly, that I, I agree with him more than ever on, is don't be a tree. Don't get yourself stuck in, in, in an area. And possessions definitely do that. Uh, but also you know, having to fit in, having to be part of the, the 80% of society, uh, you start to get this mentality where people think they can't move. They, they, they're just, for whatever reason, they're a victim. Well, I can't leave this behind. I have this person and I have this friend and I have this commitment. And well, Baltimore's where all my friends are and this, that, and the other. Uh, they just can't, they have it in their head. They can't move. And that is part, when you, when you have it in your head, you can't, that's, you're a victim. And I'm seeing most people have that victim mentality. They want to be victims. They come up with excuses for everything. Uh, so not – and now now all things being – with the tax situation in certain states, it maybe wouldn't be better to move to California uh, for most people. But I'm, I'm, I – even if they visited California, even if these people and, – and it would be better for them to move to California. They're not moving. People are not moving. People are just – too stuck in their worlds. They're too stuck in their ways. They're tied down uh, by, by possessions. And uh, it's, it's sad. It's sad because you, you shouldn't, just because you're born in a place doesn't mean you have to live there for your whole life. And you don't need to have a traditional uh, house with a, a, a white picket fence or a, a, a one-year lease or whatever the tradition may be. You should create a situation where you can just pick up and go. Where a situation gets bad, which I have done for myself, uh, I I don't have a home. I don't have the. I know possessions are attack an attack vector. Possessions are an anchor, uh, but this it's so clear. Even if it's so clear for a person, they're brought to a new area where everything is clearly better. They're not going to move. They're most of the time, eighty percent of the time, because they're eighty percenters. They're just not going to move. They just don't have it in them. They've been that. Uh, I mean, part of the herd. They're that they, they've been indoctrinated into their herd that much that they can't. They can't. 
they can't make themselves better. They can't change their lives. They're just that tied down. And it's people, listen, people follow leaders. People go with the flow. You're seeing that more than ever. People are compliant. People give in to peer pressure. And that's what keeps people stuck and not in motion and unable to leave their terrible situations they may be in. Uh, unnecessary loyalty to a city that, that, that you don't have to be loyal to your state or your city that's taxing you where you're getting ill, physically ill, where it's, it's bad weather. All right. And I, I want to, so if you're, if you've been into what I just described, okay. If you're one of the, I can't, I can't move. I can't leave. I gotta, I gotta stick in this situation. I am hoping that some people will wake up from this virus hysteria mass movement. If, if you're a person, and if you're a person who's willing to move, who does have the 20%er mentality, now might be a time for you to get the heck out of where you're from, or at least take a leave of absence. Are you surrounded by family and friends who are stuck in the hysteria, in the virus hysteria mass movement? This is take, it's time to take a few steps back and see if you are, okay? Because that's a good reason to leave, okay? Be it temporary or forever, but just to leave where, where you are and just get on. Because it must be a really sickening feeling to whoever you talk to is stuck in uh, some weird combination of Trump derangement sy syndrome and even worse, much worse, uh, hysteria, virus hysteria, mass movement, where they worship everything that deals with the, uh, the virus and every anything that can get them more scared and become more of a tree and more stuck and more like not in motion, they're just addicted to. And I, I will tell you, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that I have, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, mention anyone by, I don't want to incriminate anyone here, but I've got peoples back in, uh, <laughs> back in Baltimore who are either on their road to this uh, hard, part being part of the mass hysteria, uh, the hysteria mass movement. It's a mass movement, the virus hysteria mass movement. They're just blind followers of it. Some some people that I'm familiar with. And am I going to even, I, I'm not going to see these people physically when I'm there. I can guarantee you they did. Oh, you just were on a plane. How could I see you in person? Uh, and I, you know, I, these people, you can still like them and, and love them or, or whatever. Um, but you don't have to be around them because it, it's only going to bring it down. dude. It's only going to nail you down there, man. And uh, you, you can Skype with them and, and whatever, but just, you know, preparing for my return to Baltimore for like 48 hours, I've had to get familiar with some people uh, that I, I haven't talked about all this stuff with. And when I start to think about it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm only going to be there for two days. I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. So if you're in that situation where you, where you're physically there, where you can't, where you know, you can't deal with it, get out of it. Cause I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to visit for two days. That's it. I got to take care of some business there get this, get this cut, do some other stuff. Then I'm, I'm back on the road again. And I'm praying, I'm praying that, you know, by Rosh Hashanah, people will be normal there because I got to go back for Rosh Hashanah too. But uh, there was one point I was thinking, well, I'm usually home for July the 4th. No way I'm going back for July. No way. No way I'm going back. I know things will not be solved among the people I am familiar with there by then. I, I know I won't be able to take, I won't be able to take it. And it's sad. It's sad, but uh, sometimes you just, you gotta look. You gotta look out for yourself. You, you don't. You don't put yourself into a uh, uh, into the middle of some psychotic mass uh, movement that that's just really taking over people's heads. All right. Uh, so it, it's you know, 
I don't believe in <laughs> Molyneux talks about defu, right? You like you, you you totally abandon your family and friends of origin. Now I'm not I'm I'm not for a forever cut, but you should have the means to be able to get out of those situations when the when it's when it becomes psychotic like this, okay? Where you don't have a house that you have to take care of, where you don't have a dog that you have to take care of, uh, where you don't have a car that you have to, you could just go to North Carolina, which I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Asheville, North Carolina. So for those of you not familiar, I will be uh, staying at an Airbnb in Asheville, North Carolina from June the 3rd until July the 15th. Maybe I'll see you then. Love to, if you're a normal, uh, not, if you're not part of this uh, hysteria mass movement, I'd love to see you. All right. So people still believe some of the following, what, what I'm going to read to you. This is part of the, uh, the virus hysteria mass movement, or it was, or I mean, it's sad. Some people still, this is a tweet. It says, What's this say? Uh, great moments in COVID-19 hysteria. And it's a list of what people have tweeted out there. Big, big rumors that people were spreading. The fear and panic that people were spreading. These are themes that now have been totally, they know, everyone knows it's false. But well, everyone with who's not part of the hysteria knows it's false. Uh, HIV genome. 21 million missing phone subscribers in China. The Pope has it. People collapsing on sidewalks, 800,000 dead in Texas, no antibodies, Kawasaki disease, ground glass op opacities in your lungs, uh, burying bodies in Central Park, can float in the breeze like a predator drone for hours. How <laughs> that like button, people. Oh, those are sweet memories in hysteria history. But for some people, those are they're still doing the Kawasaki disease thing, uh, that, that, that. Uh, what, what are some other ones? Uh, I, I, don't, I haven't heard collapsing on sidewalks for a while. Can float in the breeze like a predator drone for hours. Yeah, that one's still out there, definitely. Uh, I didn't post the following, but it sounds like something I would say. So frustrating that the charade will continue. 80% will never believe anything but the narrative. You know why that sounds like something I would say, because they threw in that 80% number. Um, I don't think it's... Uh, I'm not going to say 80% will never believe anything but the narrative. I, I think that's too high of a number. I, I just, is, is that, is, are things that bad? I mean, I'm an optimist. I, I mean, I believe in the 20%, 80% rule and everything, but not, not all the 80%ers can continue to fall for this forever. Uh, and the person says close 80% will never believe anything but their television. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bad too. Now, it, it can't be that bad that 80% of Americans just listen, believe anything they hear on their see on their television. For, for a time, they do, but some people wake up. Okay. But they use that 80% number. That wasn't me. Didn't make it up. Sounds like me. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. If you've got questions, I got answers. Let me see what's going on in the chat for you uh, live dudes. All right. What do we got over here? What do we got over here? We got Barefoot Barry Kiwi. We got New Zealanders in the house. City in the skies. Thank you for your thoughts. Always appreciated. No super chat? No super chat on this channel yet. There might be eventually. We, we shall see. We Remember, this is the backup channel. But hey, hey you never know. There might be a super chat here. But I, I, I don't need the super chat. <laughs> Trust me on that. But I do appreciate everyone that likes to support the show. Best way you can support the show for free is just retweet these babies. Go to disruptmeister.com. Go to techvault.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter. Just I'm tweeting fun stuff all day. So retweet the videos. This is obviously tweeted out there right now. All right. 
let us go or the invisible enemy says uh, Benjamin Imhoff. Well, yeah, that's what the, that's what people are trying. It's scary when you think there's an in invisible enemy out there. And that's what the, this is. That's why this scares people, but it isn't, it's nothing <laughs> as we've discussed many times and we'll get into why it's nothing to be uh, uh, nothing that major to be scared about. Once again, we're going to go into Carl Denninger in a second. Let me get into my notes here real quick. Sorry. I lost my place there. Uh, all right, let's talk about real estate real quick. And yeah, we're going to talk about the steroid guy in a, in a second. The steroid guy, it's 16 minutes in the show. I haven't talked about the steroid guy yet. This is, this is a good story. Uh, I just want to get, you know, it, you can fast forward to that. You, you can skip the real estate stuff I'm about to talk to you. There's a steroid, you, you, maybe you guys saw steroid guy. I think you, you probably did. We'll talk about it. All right. The oh, lost art of nutrition. Guys, it, it's, it is a lost art. It's a totally lost art. I mean, doctors don't even know about nutrition anymore. They just give you, they think there's a magic pill. If you've learned one thing from all of this, learn about nutrition. What you are, what you eat, eat healthy. All right. That, that's a great start for, for helping your immune system. Okay. Eat, don't, don't be drinking Coca-Cola and the sugary cakes and, and cookies and all that nonsense that, that, that does not help your uh, immune system. And guess what? If you're in your 20s and teens, yeah, you don't feel it. I mean, some people do start to become quite overweight then, but most – you could pull it off for a while. I mean, I, I can remember in college, I've, to, I've told this story, getting, going on a road trip and just eating Starburst after Starburst. After, and I wouldn't gain any weight. It wouldn't do anything to me. Um, but that's <laughs> that's what youth is about, okay? You got you got to mature. <laughs> after college, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't really be doing it during college either, okay? Get, get, get rid of the beer and the Starburst. You're on nutrition, dudes, nutrition. But most people, they want the government to take care of them or they can't take care of themselves anymore. And they've forgotten this basic fact that just eat right, eat right. I watch it. Beyond Bitcoin Show, if you need tips, you know, I'm talking about the things I eat all the time. The uh, what, What's this? The salmon, the salmon head. Ooh, so good. I had salmon head today. You better believe I scooped his eyes out and ate it. Ooh. Delicious, delicious. And the collar, the collar around the head. That's mm, mm, some of the best meat on the salmon. The salmon itself, very good. Very good. All right. So real estate taxes. We're going to talk, they're going to go up, guys. Okay. There's going to be all sorts of new real estate related taxes. Uh your property taxes, transfer taxes, new, maybe there'll be a COVID fee. Who knows? And because some people are going to start glorifying real estate real soon. It's getting it, – obviously, you're probably going to be able to get some 5% off, 20% off deals. We're going to talk about that in this, a little bit later on in the show. But let me remind you, you think it's glorious being a landlord. You are a servant when you're a landlord. And you're going to be more of a servant than ever if you get in now when, lo when local jurisdictions will be like, ah, eh, they don't have to pay rent anymore because there's a new disease we found out about. Okay. You will be a servant to your renter. You will be a servant to the state when they say that your renter doesn't – when your renter – yeah, yeah, sure, let the renter trash the place for a few months and they won't have to pay rent and then they can leave and they don't owe you anything. That's just their new rule, okay? Homeowners association fees are a racketeering scam. I, I, that's, not, that's a quote I got from uh, – I, I recently uh, read that online. Never buy a house in a ho homeowners association, okay? It, it's it's – you know, take care. Have your own, mow your own grass, okay? And uh, it, it's 
it's it's total uh, it's an extra fee but people are so used to these condo fees homeowners association fees if god forbid you have to buy a real estate do not buy real estate it involves anything like that because all those things are going up now also bitcoin there are no hidden maintenance fees like all those things i just mentioned okay there's no no condo fee on your on your uh, on your bitcoin okay that that's why it's just the ultimate asset okay for, and still, you're going to – in this year, 2020, there are way more people out there on TV, on the internet that are pumping real estate than Bitcoin. That probably a lot of those people will become uh, the uh, former, former real estate agents of America in 2022. They'll be Bitcoin pumpers. But so that's uh, – everyone's welcome to, to this thing. But, but, but today, um, there's still – you know, the trend is real estate. Real estate is the ultimate. Oh, pro- it's going on sale. It's going on sale, guys. No, dudes. You, you, the price, that price might be going on sale, but your fees, those hidden fees, those jurisdictions are going to have to pump up the taxes to make up for all the money they've lost on this virus. Okay. All right. It's it's going to come from somewhere. And it's easy to talk to target the so-called wealthy real estate holders. And I say that in quotes because most people who own real estate, even landlords, are not wealthy people. I mean, they're not one percenters. <laughs> they're definitely not. Your average landlord is not part of the one percent or the top ten percent even. Uh, but they're being vilified right now, and they're going to be vilified even more when their taxes go up. And so, don't don't think it's a good thing to get into now just because it's on sale. Yes, I'm sure you'll be able to get your twenty percent discount. Uh, mortgage delinquency surged by one point six million in April. The biggest monthly jump ever. For context, it took more than 18 months for the first 1.6 million homeowners to become delinquent during the Great Recession. So it it clearly shows you that a lot of people are going to lose their houses real soon, okay? And so there'll be a glut of housing and prices will go, will be cheaper. You'll be able to get some deals and you're going to think you're real smart. But if, especially if you're not occupying it, you are going to be screwed, okay? You will be screwed if you're like, oh, I just got this house. 20% is 20% cheaper than it was before. I'm going to go rent it out now. Oops, they're not paying rent. They don't have to pay rent. Oops, my uh, property taxes went up. And oh, there are all these new fees. There's a COVID real estate fee. Don't be, don't be shocked if they come up. With, I know it sounds like not. maybe some of the banks will add for your loan. They'll be like, there's this new fee. It's called the COVID fee. You know, we have to make sure the loan is clean. So you've got to pay, you got to pay an extra point on your loan here. Sure, why not? I'm getting a, I'm getting a 20% off deal on, on the price. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, CNN has a hilarious, when you see a hilarious title like this, you take the URL, this is this is a pro tip for you dudes who want, who, who aren't part, who don't get stuck in freaking algorithms. Okay, this is for you 20 percenters. You see something on CNN, or you you see you see something, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, something. You, you, you check CNN just because you know you check Fox, CNN. You want to get a feel of what the normies are talking about. I I I, I check out the headlines on all of them, and you see because you, you do want to see what the other side is thinking there. Okay, with the insanity over at CNN is thinking, and they're insane at, at Fox too. I want to get that, that in a second also, but not as insane as CNN. Uh, Drudge is the worst now. So you see an article that's titled like this. This is what our new normal looks like. And 
you can click on it and it's all these photos of people doing just insane things all over the world. They're sitting in a park, but they've got circles around them as they don't want to be near anyone. Uh, and you take that URL, okay? And you type, you, you put it into the Twitter search box and then you will see people who have tweeted it out. You go to the most popular uh, tweet that, that's, that has tweeted it out and you read all the comments below. Do that for this one. Oh my God, there were hilarious comments. People were just ripping on, on, on the people in, in the story. They were not for the story. The story is supposed to make everyone a victim. Everyone feel guilty. Everyone feel sad. The world is ending. There's a new normal. In the, in the tweets, everyone's like, no, there is no new normal. This is ridiculous. I refuse to be part of this. Uh, you people are insane. It was great because CNN, I, I believe they used to have a comment section, but they don't have comment sections because they don't, they want to control the entire narrative. Okay. And Hey, that's their business. But this is like if CNN had a, uh, a comment section. So if you're ever frustrated after you read an article and you're like, this is just sounds so wrong, put the URL into Twitter and then you will find the comment section and you will see like, oh, I'm not the only one that thinks this. There are plenty of people. Uh, so that there's a little uh, a pro tip way of using uh, Twitter. Or you can just pick your nose all day and uh, curse at people on Twitter and be completely unproductive. The choice is yours. Uh, pound that like button. Now, Let's say, uh, what do we have here? Oh, this describes the, uh, the virus hysteria mass movement pretty well here. Uh, a movement tailor-made for them. They get to call themselves heroes by acting like cowards scared at home. They get to call themselves good people for destroying fo folks' livelihoods and forcing them on the government dole. They make up new rules everyone's supposed to follow. So this person is describing the typical not in motion uh, tree control freak. This is a perfect uh, movement for them because they get to call themselves heroes by acting like cowards, <laughs> scared at home. I mean, this is this is the world we victim victim uh, promotion here. Uh, these people who are cowards at, at home who want everyone to be cowards. They, they get to say they're the heroes because they, they're scared uh, of nonsense. Uh, and to remind everyone, when you take drugs, when you take any drug that's supposed to treat something, that's supposed to prevent something, um, they're going to be side effects. And uh, do doctors, you know, we could talk about chemotherapy here. A lot, a lot of people go through chemotherapy um, for their cancer. Many people don't survive. Many people, they get very ill. And then some people, they get very ill, but they survive. And they're side effects. They're side effects forever. There's temporary side effects. There are all sorts of side effects. But you got to admit, as, as sickening as chemo can be, it does save people. It does help people. If you catch the cancer early enough, um, the chemo works. Now, you don't, you don't see every day on the mainstream television People going wild about chemo, saying, no, 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 do, do, whatever you do, do not take chemo, do not take chemo, do not take chemo, uh, everyone dies from chemo, everyone dies from chemo. Because it, it just isn't true, and just we all understand that when you are sick or when you're trying to prevent a sickness and you take a pill or you take a treatment, there are side effects. So there, there are risks and rewards for every treatment that you take, whether it's preventative or it's, it's already too late, you've already got something. So 
with this hydroxychloroquine. I, I think some of you saw where I'm going with this. <laughs> what, what is this? What, what the heck is going on with it? Uh, they're, they're, they're literally people screaming, it's going to kill you. I mean, it's a drug that has been taken for years and years for malaria, okay? And for lupus, okay? And it doesn't kill. Um, if you have certain conditions, yeah, it can, it can kill you if you have certain horrible, you know, heart condition or whatever it may be. But dudes, if you, if you are sick, if you have the early stages of this, uh, this disease, of COVID, whatever you want to call it, all right? If you really are scared, all right? If you're really scared of the disease, this is, a, this is an option out there, okay? You can read the studies. There are doctors that are giving it to wealthy people. Joe Rogan says he knows people. He's been offered it, okay? So it, it, it's, just, it's just very weird. It's very strange that on this one thing, this one thing that someone prominent in politics happened to bring up, after he heard about the studies that we were talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks, okay, um, people are vilifying it. You know, there are side effects. There are side dudes. There's side effects to every single drug they're advertising on your freaking ABC and CBS and NBC program. Okay, there's side effects to everything. It's, it's just people are. are it, it's blowing my mind. If you are so scared that you are going to die and you have this, then aren't you going to will? Aren't you willing to try stuff like this that has been? out on the market for years and years for something different. I understand for something different. So here, here's a prediction. Um, we probably will end up with a rushed vaccine. Okay. And people will flock to that vaccine because the narrative is you need this vaccine. We need the vaccine to get back to normal. So I've seen on Twitter, there are plenty of people, they're volunteering. Like, oh yeah, I, I would do it. I'll do it in a second. I'll, I'll be a volunteer for it. Okay. That's, you know, that personal responsibility is new counterculture. You deal with what the side effects are, all right? Because there's side effects for every drug and every treatment and every vaccine. There's all sorts of things that they get, especially unproven ones, all right? Um, but here's my prediction uh, that in the long run, we will look back on all of this one day and overall, it will be better that you do not take the vaccine. There will be, I'm not going to say the vaccine is going to fail or anything like that. And I don't want it to fail. I want, I would love the vaccine to work for what it's supposed to work for. Okay. But people putting some far, getting some foreign entity injected into them. That's hardly been tested. That's, it's going to be a new type of vaccine RNA, some uh, MRNA or something like that. I forgot the, the, it's something with RNA in it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think that it's, oh, It'll be worse over a mass population that the, the the masses that didn't you're better off not taking it. Basically, I I hope it will prevent all sorts of people from from being sick. Just like the flu vaccine, I never take I never taken a flu shot before. Okay, but for the people who take the flu shot, I hope it prevents the flu. I, I, of course, I hope they don't want the flu. That's their personal choice. I hope it works for them. But from what I've heard about these flu shots. I mean, it seems like you're better off just getting the flu half most of the time that some people. So what, with with, uh, with the covid virus, I'm, I'm pretty sure when it's all said and done, most people will be better off getting the virus than getting the shot. Most healthy people. Most. Let, let me qualify that. Mo, mo, most healthy people, maybe most unhealthy people, too. I mean, if you're sitting in some nursing home, are you going to want to get that sh this shot? I mean, I'm sure it's going to kill some people. Anything. First of all, people in nursing homes, the, on average, die within six months of being there. So, I mean, there's, there's no, there's no telling anything can kill a person there. All right. So, th th 
there's my prediction about the uh, about the vaccine. Uh, do what you want to do, people. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. But people will flock to it, and there will be plenty of people that are like, oh, yeah, give it to my child. Give it to my child. <laughs> give this untested vaccine to my child. And I'm going to remind you, the flu is more deadly for children than COVID. All right? That is that – is, no one argues that. No one argues that. I mean, no one logically argues that. Um, more pe- more kids die from the flu than of COVID. It just COVID does not affect kids. But I am sure there will be plenty of parents that get, send their 12-year-old kids to get freaking vaccines for that thing. When there will be no reason to have a 12-year-old kid vaccinated for that. It, to, to especially be part of the first stage of it. I, I, how about this? If after three, four, five years, there's there's no uh, – there are no problems with it, then okay, send your kid to have it. If well, ask your kid. If, yeah, it's a little different after it, but still, I don't, with a new type of vaccine, there could be 10 years down the road, there could be effects on the person. I don't know. Uh, but to send your kid right, you know, to be putting the you know, fitting in, you, you can tweet it out on Facebook. Yeah, I took Joey to get his uh, COVID shot today oh look at me i'm saving the world i'm saving old people because joey got his t- he, he can go back to school i've been holding him out of school for one and a half years now he can he can go learn again at the public indoctrination center and uh yeah so be on the lookout for that it, it does look like they're making progress on some uh completely new type of vaccine that i would never in my uh, wildest dreams put my in in, in my body in at least <laughs> Initially, my lord, that the people want to be the the, the test the, the guinea pigs for this. Uh, and Breitbart has an article about uh, yeah. So again, the HCQ hydroxychloroquine clearly it's political. The it's totally become a political thing just because the president mentioned it. Uh, people are going to uh, talk about its side effects uh, like like no other drug has doesn't have side effects. Now uh, Breitbart, what's it say? As America reopens, oh, trial lawyers salivate at the endless coronavirus lawsuit possibilities. I think I mentioned this before. Yeah, that the lawyers are, they're going to sue everybody and their mother. And hopefully, here's a quote from the article. There's a lot of frivolous litigation. So we don't want someone going and sitting in your restaurant and then suing you for $10 million because something happened. Hopefully there are... Uh, rules in place that that can't happen they're just there's some new uh frivolous uh frivolous uh, litigation laws out there where it's like no dude you you went to a restaurant don't, don't try to come to me and sue someone for 10 million dollars because you, you got a cold afterwards all right we can't we can't we can't let the hypochondriacs uh change the legal system here but here's a warning they're going to try to because these it's these these trial lawyers they're, they're willing to represent anyone, okay? They, they shouldn't be. They, they, they really should have some morals, but some of these guys have no morals at all. So there, there are going to be some frivolous litigation out there. Hopefully uh, the states can take care of it and, and just have an easy way of dismissing all of it so people are not encouraged to do it. But be on the lookout for that. Yeah, so this is all – what the, the lockdowns have turned into, it's all about avoidance of humans, Instead of what I was talking about beforehand, talking about the power of the immune system and maintaining your immune system. So the lockdowns have taught people 
to send people down this insane path, avoid human beings. That is not natural. Avoiding human beings is not, it's just not a natural thing. There's some people who like to be hermits. Okay. But that, that's an exception. We're social creatures. All right. We're social creatures. And the simple answer is a return to health, a return to the immune system, a return to what nutrition is, just learning about the basics of nutrition. It's a lot easier to, to understand what you need to eat than to like uh, lock yourself in your house for six months and not see another human being. But this is the path. This is the cool. This is the, uh, the mainstream uh, media narrative is just do that. Lock yourself in your house uh, and you can order your Elio's pizza delivered to you. All right. So now we're going to talk about the steroid guy. So I, I first saw this on Fox. They, I think they picked it up from BuzzFeed. I, I linked to the BuzzFeed tweet. So foxnews.com. But they this story, Fox News felt the need to share this story, to show a before and after picture of a man. Uh, so you can see for yourself and you can see, see kind of why they chose this dude. But when you think about it, well, you'll see a man who spent six weeks in the hospital after contracting the coronavirus at a festival has a message. It can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter if you're young or old, it can affect you. And so he is a 43 year old gay nurse from San Francisco. Um, and he is clearly on steroids. He is a thick, he was a thick dude. And his partner was also a pretty thick guy too. They were, I guess they were bears. They liked that thing. They liked to, I don't know, they like to go to the leather bar or whatever, whatever, that's their business. But they were into making themselves big freaking bears, okay? And this guy, I mean, he was thick. He's 43 years old, okay? And he is clear, you can't, when you're 43 years old, you're not producing that much testosterone. Okay. If you look at what he looked like before he, he got sick with whatever he got sick with, for whatever reason he got sick, because he went to the festival, he got sick. That, that's what they, he, he's, he, he wants that to be known. You know, don't go to crowds. Uh, so you see the before picture where he is like as thick as the freaking rock. Okay. Who, uh, who supplements also, or who probably has in, in the past and whatnot. Um, and then six weeks after he was in, he was in a bed for six weeks. He's, he's quite thin. He's lost a lot of weight because obviously he's been bedridden. He hasn't been able to take steroids for, for six weeks. It's going to make a dip. It's not natural. What he looked like beforehand, he, he was tremendous. 43 years old and, 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 and his arms were bigger than Hulk Hogan's in his prime. I mean, it looked like it was, it was ridiculous. I mean, but again, that was, he wanted to do the steroids. That's his thing. Is, or is it, is it healthy to take that much steroids? To, to be that huge when you're 43 years old? Do you think that's natural? Do you think that's proper nutrition? Do you think that's a regular 43-year-old, a perfectly healthy 43-year-old? Now, I don't know what he was doing. Does, I don't know what, what else he does at these, these uh, festivals or whatever. You know, they're filled with Coke and whatnot. I, I don't know. I don't know. You, know. you don't know the whole story, but you see, so you see this picture, big, strong man becomes big, weak man. Because of, and so the immediate, all these women are like, oh, it's so horrible, it's so terrible. But they were, you know, guys in the thread are like, wait a second, he was on steroids. I mean, so let me read you, let me read you some of the comments. Um, first of all, the most important comment from BuzzFeed, this was from BuzzFeed. They had this in the, either in the article or in the thread or in the initial post. 
This is how desperate they are for stories. They push this desperate story, okay, which is clearly an exception. I mean, love. Well, it's not really an exception. He was an unhealthy 43-year-old. He was just pumped up. Um, if you're seeing the impact of coronavirus firsthand, we'd like to hear from you. Reach out to us and they give a link. So BuzzFeed is begging in this, in this thread, this freak of a thread with a freak of a man, with a freak of a story to give us more freaky stories. We need more firsthand stories so we can scare people. They're straight up putting it out there. They can't even find enough stories to scare people. So they're soliciting stories. They, 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 again, look at the thread yourself. Look at what's done. They're not, they're not hiding anything here. But pe some people fall for it. But I, I got to say, the comments, so many of the comments on this Buzz 3 thread were so good. Okay? So let, let's we're going to go into it. We're, because you, you have to think. But, but when you hear about it, it, it sounds so bad. Oh, a 43-year-old man who was so thick and strong. Oh my God, that, that's terrible that he got, of all people, how could he get sick and lose all that weight? He looks so terrible afterwards. Yes, let's ignore mountains of data, which clearly put people in certain groups at much greater risk and rely on anecdotal evidence from guys taking enough steroids to win the Kentucky Derby and the medical experts at BuzzFeed. <laughs> okay, so again, Let's look at the <laughs> let's look at the freak evidence and the and the medical experts at BuzzFeed. So that was a good one. Talk about a straw man here. BuzzFeed using one anecdote to push a narrative. Current media narrative. Don't look at that data. Here's a scary story. So there you go. Let's be clear about this. COVID nineteen did not do this to this man. Being in a hospital bed with no exercise, no bodybuilding meal plan, or potential supplements did this. But true to form, BuzzFeed is going to spin the heck out of this to make people fear even more. And, it's, and then another one was, he didn't look like the type of guy that would use copious amounts of steroids and cocaine at all. <laughs> Found that like button. There is a very high likelihood he was taking contaminated supplements that compromised his immune system. Anabolic steroids are, are also known to compromise the human immune, immune system. And then finally, the same media that tells us all the success stories of hydroxychloroquine are simply anecdotal and thus mean nothing is pushing fear to promote destroying the economy with the anecdotal horror stories. Good point. All right. So uh, enough about that. You got, maybe you guys had already seen that one. It, it, is, it is interesting to read the uh, comments and just the length, the length that these uh, mainstream media uh, propagandists will go to try to scare people. But if you take a few seconds to think about it, you shouldn't be scared with a situation like that one, especially. Uh, under 25, uh, if you're under 25 years old, the death rate for, for this is lower than the flu. And uh, they want to keep uh, the schools and colleges closed. And it, it makes doesn't make any sense. And you don't want these people managing your lives and your, and your uh, financial future and your health future. Make your own decisions. Be your own guide through life. And there are those people that say, the children are the future. That they're all, you know, with, with global warming, let the children speak. Let the, let the children, now's your time to make a difference. And they all, they want the kids to, to join some mass movement, uh, to, to, to change things. Like, only if you go out there and vote, can you change the world? It's, 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 these people love to say the children, the youth, Youth rebel, college students rebel. This is your time to get, you know, speak up against Kavanaugh and Trump and this and that. It's quite funny, though. 
they don't say for the, the under 25, the under 22 year olds, the kids, the youth, just go back to, just go back to what you're doing. Because I'm going to tell you, that would be a true rebellion. And they could do it so simply. Just go back to what they're doing. Go back to what they were doing before and say, no, I'm, I'm going to college. I don't care. I'm not scared. That, that would set quite a tone. That would, and it's, it's much easier than uh, you know, all these other proposed you know, high pie in the sky situations to you know, j- join these uh, ridiculous communist movements, et cetera. Come on, children. No, this, this, this they actually could do. And I have seen, I'll tell you what, I have, I, I'm pretty proud of some of the young people I've seen out there. They don't have the mask on. They're riding their bikes. They're getting frustrated with this. So in this case, the children could lead the way. In this case, they really could. But no, but you don't see anyone saying that in the in the mass media that loves to to talk about how great the youth are and to try to try to rile them up for their causes. Clearly, the the mass media calls is not to get back to work, is not to get back to normal. Or they would say, "Come on, young people, you're the ones to set the fire here. You're the ones to set the spark." But you don't see that. But it easily could be a could be done. All right, the market ticker Carl Denninger was right from the freaking start. I've been talking about him since February when it comes to this freaking virus. So I, I've been right. I've been right. Uh, uh, because there were plenty of people that said, Adam, you're going to die of this, okay? W- what, what do you mean? Why, why aren't you worried about this? Well, you're not wearing a mask. You're going on a bus. You're doing this. You're doing that. They, people were saying I was going to die. And I was going to cause other people to die. I mean, it was such hysteria. Uh, and I want everyone to take a step back before we get into – Carl Denninger has an awesome new post. I linked to it below. Uh, I'll, I'll describe it really quick. Um, well, no. Let, let's pretend today. I, I want you all to, to put it in perspective. If today the media just stopped covering this, if it wasn't a story anymore, would you even know? Would there still be a crisis? And everybody went back to work. Okay. Would there still be? A, would there be such thing as a COVID crisis? So, and, and think about that. So then you realize that the crisis is totally manufactured. It's t- totally been ramped up and. It's about it's they've marketed it well, they've created hysteria and fear around it because if it all went away today, still there would still be people getting sick, there would still be people dying. But most logical people know every day people die, every day people get sick, every day people get the flu. And if if it just and people don't talk about it at all, it's just part of life, it's called life. Put it in another perspective. What if with the flu, next year we just had the flu and the the media and it's just the regular flu and the media has death totals and, and, and talks about shutting stuff down and, and starts. Yeah. Everyone will be as freaked out as they are about this. So it's all manipulation. It's such manipulation. It isn't, it's not a crisis. It's not a crisis. It's not a, <laughs> uh, the word crisis is abused. Just like the word scam is freaking abused. Okay. It's, it's lost all meaning when, when, when this, because if, if everything went back to normal today, if the media stopped talking about it, there would be no crisis. There would be no sure people would die, but that's part of life. So Carl Danager's latest market, or not latest market, the one I linked to below. It, it, it's it's just a great summary of the whole situation. That some people, it appears some people are just immune to this already for some reason. He talks about the diamond princess again. The treatment that's already out there for if you're sick. If you're so scared, there is treatment out there. There are treatment protocols, but the media ignores it. The government ignores it. The government, there's certain people in the government that are just using this as a power grab. He just goes over fact by fact what is known. And some, some of you are going to be surprised what's known. 
because because a lot of you just watch the mainstream media. You don't if you watch the mainstream media, you don't know what's known out there. You, you just know about people screaming and, and 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 spreading these insane rumors that I went over at the top that are uh, proven wrong. People dropping dead in China, and, and then they just forget about it. They don't say, "Oh no, we were wrong. Uh, we didn't mean to scare you." Because people. Have you seen people dropping down on the streets of LA and New York and then Chicago and Baltimore? No, no, no. It's, but, but he goes over the real numbers, the real stats, the real facts. And a great reminder here is there, then there's the fact that in 1968, a pandemic flu swept the nation and killed about as many on a population adjusted basis as did COVID-19. Did we lock down anything in response? Nope. Nope, we did not. So the, the population of the United States was quite a bit less in 1968 and 1969. And so quite a few people died of that flu, less than now, but percentage-wise, it was it was similar. It was similar. And they didn't they didn't shut things down. Uh so and it's called the Hong Kong flu. And that reminds me, I want to talk about Hong Kong right now. I should have put this in the title or in my description. So a lot of people aren't going to hear this. Uh, but China, they're, they're pretty smart. They see the whole Western world is uh, in, in just going crazy over all this. And so what they've started to do is cr to crack down on the people of Hong Kong, take away some of their freedom. Has nothing to do with the virus, just because they want to. Um, and it's wrong. It's totally wrong. And I just wanted to bring it up. I've been to Hong Kong before, and they had an agreement with Hong Kong. They weren't supposed to put the crackdown on them, at least until, what, 2047 or 2049, whatever the year. I don't know. The whole darn agreement was, but but surely not this early. And before the virus, they started kind of do it, and there were all those uprisings. Then the virus came, and now they're just they're laying the smackdown on Hong Kong, apparently. And no, we we should we should pay attention to this and, and call it out for what it is. Don't let them. Don't be distracted by this nonsense in our country when what, what they're trying to get away with stuff. Hong Kong is not part of. Sure, China controls it, but it's not really China. It's it's supposed to be independent and then controlled in a, in a way by China at least until 2049. That was part of the agreement. They're they're going back on their agreement, and it's just if we let if if people don't call attention to this and they put the crackdown on China, they're one step closer to to trying to do something to Taiwan, which they have no control over at all. And I, I've been to Hong Kong, I've been to Taiwan, I've been to Singapore, and those are all capitalistic places. I love those places. There are great people in those places and uh, more power to those places. And uh, Singapore, you know, they they openly talk about their dislike of the major power that's right around the corner for them. I mean, that's why I think that's why they make all the people, all the people uh, in Singapore have to join the army at, at one point because they're, they're, they're prepared against, they don't like China. I don't blame them. They, I mean, you know, when's China going to make a claim on Singapore? I mean, if you let them, if you let them, do something in Hong Kong, then they're going to move on to Taiwan. You let them do something in Taiwan, then they'll move on to Singapore. They they understand that. So just I just want to put that out there. Um, that hey, you know, there the best thing we can do as individuals is on, on you know social media type of stuff. Put it out, retweet what's really going on in Hong Kong. I, I, I encourage people in China to get into Bitcoin, get into capitalism more and more and more and more freedom. Talk about the, the horrible, you know, it's everyone's like saying all oh, this contact tracing is great. What they did in China was great. No, authoritarian regimes that keep track of your every move, it isn't worth it. It's never worth it to go that route and to praise those type of people. So we're letting them off the hook. 
when we try to emulate what they're doing. We're letting down the freedom, the people who want freedom in China. And there are plenty of people who want freedom in China, plenty of people who want freedom in China. So we, we should do everything as individuals that we can do that can mess with the base of China, with the, the evil central authority over there to make that weaker and to support the places that they are going again. You know, to call out what they're doing to the Muslims. The cult, they have Muslims in, in, in re-education camps. It's horrifying what, the, what, what they're doing over there. Um, all right, now let's uh, let's go to what the Daily Wire says here. Speaking about poli police states, <laughs> Illinois state, state Police said in a statement posted Tuesday to social media that they will not arrest or jail any individual in violation of Democratic uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker's lockdown or emergency orders. That is great. Pound that like button. You don't. You do not enforce. You don't enforce an illegal uh, command there, unconstitutional uh, command. So good. Good for the uh, Illinois State Police that said uh, they won't follow their uh, dictatorial governor's uh, lockdown. They won't arrest people for not following the uh, emergency orders. All right. Uh, so yeah, I've already talked about the uh, Joe Rogan and, and Trump and the malaria pills. And uh, yeah, what is safe? What is safer, taking malaria pills when you've, you or uh, or taking an untested vaccine? You can make your own decision. Uh, but but the media has a completely different uh, take on untested vaccines versus malaria pills. So it, it, and it's clearly political. Uh, and scared sheep are going to do what their TV tells them to do. Badly. But hey, it's that the result, whatever happens to them, it's their own fault. They, they did it. They did it. They took it. Uh, all right. Let me go back to the questions real quick here. We're at minute 53. Let's, let's wrap this baby up soon. All right. We got UK Bitcoin masters in the house. All right. All right. No one's uh, typing in the orange. People are talking though. Good. I see, uh, I see Seattle is in the house, baby. I always like to see Seattle in the house. Watching on 3X. Dude. If you could play this at 3X, it would be freaking awesome. All right. All right. Got this shirt in Las Vegas when I was at Tone Vase's event. Some The guy gave it to me, the HODL guy. What's his? What's the name of his? I've given him links before. HODLbrand.ca. I don't like the name HODL. I just say hold, but you say HODL. HODL. You spell it HODL. HODLbrand.ca. He sells shirts. He's from Toronto or something. All right. And, then, and right after that in Las Vegas, that was with the last weekend in uh, February, everybody became a spastic. I, one, one of the last times uh, people weren't – actually, on that bus, people were wearing masks. I'm like, what's, what's up with the – I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be taking the bus down to Union uh, Station next Sunday, and then I'll be getting on another a shuttle to get on a plane – in a uh, Southwest plane, direct flight to BWI. I'll be exposed to who knows what. Not too worried. Oh, God. So, so, and someone I was talking to, oh, yeah, it's good. South, Southwest has the uh, social distancing, you know, the, or the, they actually enforce that they, there has to be a middle seat between people. So, some airlines don't do that, Adam. Does it make a, does it make a difference? doesn't make a difference at all. People are so part. So, and I can't be around that. I can't, be, I can't be around people who are that ingrained 
in the virus hysteria mass movement where they think that one airline is bad for not having a middle seat open and one airline is good. There's no difference. There's no difference. It's not going to make a difference in your life at all. It just isn't. It's an air. If you understand our air, all the air is, is it's just recirculated over and over and over and over. If you're scared, don't get on a plane. How about that? Let, let the not scared people get on a plane. Uh, so I, I actually hope Southwest does not enforce a rule like that. Um, I, uh, I, I wish, but hey, they're a private company. They can do what they want to do. But I, 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 I think there should be just airlines out there to be, that to, to, to brag. Like, no, we're not going to have any rules at all here. If you want, if you're not scared, come on an airline. I think that airline would do pretty well. Just to be straight up honest, there are enough people. But hey, let let the market decide. Let the market decide. Um, yeah, Kiwi bloke who's in New Zealand says that the virus is being used as an excuse to execute social engineering programs. It's all part of an agenda to build the brave new world. Well, I, I, the first part I agree with, that some of these power-hungry leaders, especially in your country of New Zealand, that woman over there, yeah, it, it's an excuse for, so, there's some social engineering. They, they're so power-hungry. They want to you know, see what they can do. They mess with people's personal lives. Um, is, it, is it part of a bigger agenda to build a new brave new world? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think that. It's not, it's not, it's not coordinated. It's not, it's not, there's not some overall coordinator at the, uh, that they're just some individual leaders that are freaks that just are taking it to as far as they can take it. Okay. And they don't even know what a new world order is. They just like, I want to get elected again and I want to scare people into to following me and being subservient to me. And I get a, I get a thrill out of uh, social engineering. And I'm sure there's some people in the educational fields or the research fields um, academia, very liberal academia. They're like, well, oh, this is an interesting experiment. Let's see how it would play out if we lock people in their houses for uh, six, six months, because it is good for the people. It's good for, they actually believe there are some freaks that think it's good. And they, they, they think it's a good experiment. They are people who think this is just a great experiment. Oh, we're going to have a new normal afterwards. We're entering this new stage in human development where we don't have to touch each other anymore. Okay, that's their thing. And I think, yeah, they're using this as an excuse to, for their freakish dreams to experiment with their freakish new stage in human development. So we got we to gotta talk about it, that that's, there is no new normal. Pound that like button. You got to stand against a new normal. Uh, all right. Web, Web City says, getting divorced and keeping my Bitcoins. Um, Web City, you do have experience in getting divorced. And you do have experience in uh, women taking your money too. It's true. It's true. You want people to learn the lesson. You've you've had uh, millions uh, taken from you. He, yeah, this man here, he's serious. He was he had a wife once that uh, took, I believe, took millions of dollars from him, at least a million dollars. It's it's it happens. So be careful, dudes. Be careful. Now I don't want to tell the end of Ed City's story. What he ended up. <laughs> it's it's. A lot of guys are not going to like the way uh, his, his life ended out. Oh, he likes the way his life ended up, um, but uh, to, to each his own. He went down. He truly went his own way. He went his own way after having two wives. He went his own way after having two wives. I hope so. I hope you're not getting divorced now um, from your partner. I hope that's that's not happening. I hope you're happy. Uh, you were just referring to your your, your previous uh, divorces where you, you learned a, a tough lesson that uh, – Fiat can be taken away from you, but your Bitcoin cannot be taken away from you. Okay, now uh, moving on. 
Uh, let's see. Well, today. Oh, oh, oh. here. I, I saw this on LinkedIn. This is a person I actually know. I, I mean, I knew him, this guy once. He's my friend on LinkedIn. And uh, he was a friend, an associate of mine in Baltimore. He used to party with this dude back in the day. And he, I was happy to see he's, he had a legitimate job. He didn't just party his life away, but he put out this tweet. Not this tweet, this LinkedIn post. And I was only on LinkedIn because I was like posting my YouTube video there. I rarely do that. I rarely go to LinkedIn. But uh, but this was good. I'm glad I saw this. Today is my official last day with Lyft. Along with the almost 1,000 coworkers who were affected by the company's layoffs due to COVID-19. All right. So 1,000 layoffs from Lyft due to the virus. So it, it shows you what happens when people are told they can't, don't go outside, don't travel. This is a real life thing, a thousand jobs. Oh, and I don't know if that was in the Maryland or just in Maryland or on the East Coast or wherever, but this guy, a person I knew, he lost, a real person lost a real job and it never would have happened. Never would have happened if it wasn't for this overreaction and everybody being a freak about it. So just wanted to point out a real life story there. Elon Musk, uh, I think what's it, in a few days, his uh, SpaceX is launching Americans into space. It is so, and he's talking more and more about his Mars goal, which seems so impossible. He's about to shoot freaking Americans into space, privately launched. In the, this is the first time this has happened. People are getting psyched about it. Uh, the media is saying, oh, it's so bad. People are going to social distance when they watch it. Who cares about that, dude? Compete, don't complain. This dude is in motion. He has big dreams. It's truly an inspiration. In a time when people are hiding, he is launching people into freaking space. He is in, in motion. So I, I, I'd love to see. I think ABC TV is actually going to cover it. I, I forgot what day it is on now. I'm sorry. Uh, but you'll hear more about it. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, do not accept the new normal. All right. Dave Cullen, Computing Forever. I mentioned him last week, but it kind of got cut off. He interviewed a woman named uh, Professor Dolores Cahill. And it got censored from YouTube. It is on BitChute right now. Watch the BitChute version. Uh, just because also, watch a, watch a BitChute video once a week, okay? Do your part in taking away business from YouTube, all right? Help there be competition. Listen to the podcast. And, and some of you are listening to this podcast right now on Spotify. Thank you very much. Sportsmeister.com. Over a year of my podcast are there now. I've been doing the audio podcast uh, since March of 2019, which is just this show. I, I filmed the video and then I upload it over there in audio form for those of you that don't need fancy sets or graphics. Well, actually, the you guys watching this don't need fancy sets or graphics either. <laughs> Pound that like button. But no, uh, Delor Dave Cullen has been covering this great, uh, but every once in a while, YouTube will uh, rip one of his videos down. So it's his most popular, this Dolores Cahill interview, they got ripped down from YouTube is his po most popular bit shoot video of all time. And he's got quite a few bit shoot videos. I mentioned this on another show, but a gym that I run by occasionally, I see dudes boxing in it. Okay. And it's not supposed to be open in Los Angeles. I know that. So I love, I love to see that because there is no new normal. Okay. That guy is going back to his regular norm. He's got people boxing in there and stuff. And you're not supposed to be doing that. Supposed to Gavin, new King Gavin and, uh, Garcetti, you're not supposed to do that, but I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen people, people are doing it. People, people just do it. If everybody goes back to work, they can't stop it. I mean, in Illinois, they're not going to enforce it anyway. Uh, 
right now. We won't we'll talk about that next time. Remember, if you're tired of uh, the bad sound quality of this laptop, I will have my new laptop in my possession in a week. And hopefully I'll set it up on uh, next, not this Monday or Tuesday, but next Monday or Tuesday. I have a lot to do uh, on, June the sec on June the 1st and June the 2nd. Quite a lot to do those days. But uh, everything should sound better. Maybe everything will look better with the new laptop. I, I will have a new laptop though, unless it's broken. That would be terrible. Uh, and I would talk about Chinese surveillance. Matt O'Dell, uh, there's an article out there. There's, they're saying that the Chinese facial recognition helped found, find a missing child and that governments are going to use feel-good feel stories like that to justify increased surveillance. So beware, okay? Don't let China get away with that. Be like, well, wait, wait a second. Who cares if they found a little girl because of that? That, that's that's they're they're going to use this to, to track everyone. This is horrible. And other and don't let if the United States or, or whatever country in says that's a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. Great, they found the they found the toddler because of uh, facial recognition or a girl or whoever. That that's nice, but we don't need this because he says the real story here is that Chinese facial recognition tech has reached the point where all they need is a photo of you as a toddler to track you. Facial recognition. Okay, so yeah, that that's uh. That's disturbing. You want your government doing that? Um, all right, no, we'll, we'll stick with, uh, we'll talk about Ben Shapiro next time. All right, the houses, the houses, the houses, the houses. We'll conclude, we'll conclude with the houses here. Uh, what is this? Oh, wait. So the world's biggest real estate investors are sitting on piles of cash preparing for once in a lifetime opportunities created by the pandemic. All right, so there are, Private equity firms hold an estimated $328 billion in dry powder for real estate deployment. So you're not a private equity firm with $328 billion, all right? Remember that. Remember that. That's important. These guys, what the story talks about is that, and cheap houses are on the way. That There's no doubt about that. They, they Right now, they can get houses at a 5% discount. They're holding off until they get them at a 20% discount. They have the money. They, they have the cash on hand. They, they can get these deals done. Bam, 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 bam. There's no doubt in my mind. These guys are going to get a lot of 20% discounts. And then what are they going to do? They're going to sell it to you. Um, and you're going to think, oh, wow, I got a 10% discount, 5% discount. All right. And then you're going to be stuck with it. You're going to be the one that's going to have to maintain it and pay the new taxes on it. They're going to take care of this real fast. Real, it's going to be a real quick uh, a pump and dump for them. Okay. They'll, they'll, they're going to wait for the worst because we haven't hit the worst in prices going down. They're going to buy it at the lowest and they're going to be able to because people are going to want cash. They're not going to want to deal with banks and loans and et cetera, et cetera. These guys are going to have the cash. So just because these guys are doing it doesn't mean you should go do it too. Okay. What I said at the beginning, because you are you going to be able, do you have the wherewithal to, to flip it like they will be able to? I don't know. And is that even what your plan is going to be? You're going to, these guys aren't buying this stuff to become landlords and to become tax slaves of the state. Okay. Because they know too. They know in all these jurisdictions that the taxes are going to go up eventually, the property taxes and the fees. They know it, but they're going to get their 20% discount as soon as they can and then get rid of the stuff as soon as you can. But some people are going to read this story as like, oh, if these big boys are rushing into it, that means I should do the same. But you you can't do exactly the same as what they're going to do with it, okay? They're not they they 
Don't get fooled into this stuff now. Don't get fooled into this real estate stuff now. Um, I mean, there, there's some of you who say, well, Adam, you just gave the answer. Just get it at a 20% discount and then I'll flip it at a 10% discount. And, and I'll, I'll make a... I'll make a pro- I'll make a profit. Some sucker will think they're getting a good deal with the ten percent. Right. There's short-term capital gains taxes in there. There's all sorts of stuff that private equity firms can probably get around that you're not going to be able to get around. So, yeah, d- deal with what, what you're going to do. But you're going to see more and more stories like that that are going to tempt you. It's very tempting when you hear about uh, that the private equity, the the rich guys are just waiting to get their twenty percent discounts on the housing, and housing's going to be so hot. Once it's cheaper than it, it was beforehand. All right. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll leave you with this note. Uh, no, nah, I won't. All right. That's it. Uh, let me see if there are any other questions. We'll talk a little bit more politics next time. Uh, I see barefoot barriers there. All right. Someone asked me where you get your T-shirts. Well, I, I said where I got this T-shirt. Did you hear that? Um, this one I got from, you can get the other, they're linked to below, man. I linked to all the t-shirt places, all the t-shirts you can buy. They're all linked to below, including hodlbrand.ca is linked to, he sells hats too, but there's also all the shirts that I wear They're They're all linked to below. There's all sorts of links there. All right. Let me just see who else is in the house. Uh, web city is there. Is web city still in the house? All right, I am I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Sounds seems perfect today. You know what? You know what? Uh, UK Bitcoin Master. It might it might have to do with Jitsi. It might, but I'm not doing it through Jitsi. All right, pound that like button, bang that bell button, retweet the stuff. Good night, everybody, or good morning, wherever you are. See you later.